0: What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. This is the fucking Fight Club. I'm gonna send that shit to my big homie right here, Kev. Break down what the rules Fight Club is.
1: Hey man, rule number one: the Fight Club. Drop a like and subscribe. Rule number two: Go fuck yourself. Because this is the Totally Blitz Podcast, and you already know it's the boy Kev Waterboy Savoy, aka the Three Fight Enthusiast. And I'm we also in this bitch with. We-
2: on, on, boys. It's your boy, Prime Time Penley, man. Get into these UFC fights, man. 280? Yes, sir. 280. Come
1: on, now. Biggest Niggas part of the me. year. Niggas be asking me, yo, how much you weigh, bro? 280. 280. 280. On yeah. a light day.
0: That's after I that cut weight.
2: I on a cut day.
0: Shit, man. There's It's fucking stacked with cards from the prelims onwards. We got potential fucking uh, contender fights right here on in the uh, what's the featured prelim and honestly the fight that i think should be on a main card i don't know how this shit got kicked off the main card but leo muhammad versus sean brady number five versus number eight at the welterweight division right now yeah.
2: they why they leave it off
1: I, They
2: didn't
0: want
1: to be sex didn't want to be sexist
0: Thank you, Kev. That's exactly what they, they weren't. They were on the main card, and then the women's fight got moved into the main card, and now they're the featured prelim car, fight.
2: Uh, one of them. Um...
0: It's uh, it's all politics, baby. I understand
1: it.
2: But we hey, come... still okay. get.
1: Right. <coughs> What's up, Kev? I'm. A... We still got to see the fight, so it's cool. I'm actually a Baloo Muhammad fan because he beat Vicente Luque. I'm a big Vicente Luque fan, so. I got respect for him, but who's he fighting? Not Darwish. Who's he fighting? Um, Sean Brady. Brady. Fifteen and zero hasn't lost. Tell me about Sean Brady because his name gets a lot of respect in the game. Because he he, I used to get him and Sean O'Malley confused.
0: Five and zero in the UFC. He's young gun, phenomenal wrestler. He comes out of what Hoist Gracie BJJ Philadelphia. So he's one of them Philly boys, but he's great BJJ, great wrestler. Baloo Muhammad, as we know, is a phenomenal wrestler. He like people hate him because all he does is just wrestle and mall people, and it's boring to watch. And their, their words, not mine. So, this is really like a, a movable object running into a brick wall. Like, it's like something's got to give. Is uh, Muhammad's got 90% takedown defense. He had Damian Maya, all time BJJ, great. Shoot, 20 takedowns only get one. So, like, his takedown defense is fucking legitimate. Sean Brady, this is by far his toughest opponent yet. He's got the number eight rank. He hasn't really fought in a year. So, we, we don't know if we're getting, like, Sean Brady from last year or ring rust. We don't even know why he hasn't even been in the game, really. But one thing I can say is he loves to use that jab to set up his shots. So, like, he, he'll he jab his way until he fucking shoots a takedown. He He's really good at mixing it up. But this is really a 50. Like, a lot of these fights are going to talk are really 50-50, toss a toy and make your pick.
1: Nah, definitely. So, I like the Muhammad, and I'm a firm believer you don't get better at something by not doing it. So, I think I got to take the little Muhammad on this one over Sean, over the 15 0 Sean Brady. Uh,
0: I'm probably, I'm going to ride the Muhammad train with you. Uh, I, this, he's, he's fought way better opposition. He's looked good doing it. And early on, Muhammad looked kind of like a, one of those couple fights in the UFC, not be remembered, get tossed out kind of guy. And he's only gotten better to the point where they're throwing his name in the title shot. So, I think he's way better than not way better, but we'll just see his, his more experience and well-roundedness kind of play out.
2: Okay, I gotta go big Brady then.
1: Big Brady. Which is not a bad pick, even slightly. Like. It, it is 50,
0: 50, This is really a 50-50 fight. It's says, who do you think's gonna win those wrestling exchanges?
2: All right. How old is Brady?
0: He's 30, I want to say, but he hasn't fought a lot. So, like, it's not like – he's he's a young 30. Some UFC right. fighters are retiring at 30. He's kind of getting his feet wet.
2: He's still young in the fight game type.
0: Brady is the favorite here, minus 140. Muhammad plus 120, literally a pickle. This is, this is close odds right here. Oh, uh, know. Well, Next fight, we got to talk to ladies. This is maybe a title contendership fight. That's maybe also why it's in here. Cause Kaylen Chukian, number one flyweight versus Manon Ferio, number six flyweight out of France, four and zero in the UFC. She she fucking Marcus would like her because she punches like power punching. Got mean combos. She got a nice <laughs> little side kick. She does real pristine footwork. Does she's she, she, uh, she's really good on the feet, and Chuokian. I just call her Caitlyn. Caitlyn, she's number one for a reason. She's been around. She's been in UFC since 2016. 15 fights, eleven and four. Her only losses are to Valentina and Jessica Andre, both all time greats. And one, I'm not gonna lie, one, one of the reasons why I like her, is she's like five foot nine. She's big as shit, and when she she be like fa 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 fa, <laughs> fa fa fa. fa. And you hear that shit. It's so, and I'm not gonna say funny, but it's just entertaining to watch her and hear her because she'll let you know when she's throwing them.
1: Damn, Dang, I was. I, I wish I could have seen her fight in the Apex.
0: She, that's where I first seen her fight was the Apex. So you definitely hear her the whole fight doing that. And that that's where I. She, I really liked her, but she's low key like the Robert Whitaker, Colby and a women's flyweight. Like always, the bridesmaid, never the bride. But she's always number one. <laughs>
1: She's nice with it like that. That's fine. I want to see. I'm actually, now I'm looking interested in this fight. Because I'm not going to lie to you. I was going to, like, go get some food during this fight. But. him. <laughs> it sounds like, it sounds like this might be interesting. I got to see what Caitlyn's talking about.
0: Caitlin's stand-up fighter, too. Like I said, fa-fa-fa-fa. But, like, she throws volume. Not going to knock you out. All her wins are decision. It's a lot of volume and she does pace, cardio, all that. Like, she keeps that pace up for like she's used to five rounds, she can go three rounds easily. Furio, this is a step up fight. She's number six. She wins this. She beat the number one girl. Maybe it's new blood in the division. She's been knocking people out. She's been fucking people up. She even showed a little bit of her ground game last fight. So, it's really do you like the, 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 the fucking, the pre the, the fucking, the tried and true Chiokian or the, the new blood in the water here at Furio?
2: You don't want the new blood, man? That shit sound too good. Big pay per view. We'll Oops. see, man.
1: It sounds like there's a good chance one of these people are gonna have to fight on Dahlia Santos. So, like, we'll see what goes down, man. But my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off, Marcus.
2: Nah, you didn't cut me
1: off.
2: Kev, who you going? You going with uh? You
1: knew- yeah, I gotta see what Kev was talking about. You no, know I gotta. Okay, see him. I'm I'm gonna,
0: go. I'm gonna ride Furio just cause I. Kaylin is a great number one fighter, but go watch the Furio oh highlight reel and like come back. Dance like
2: that, she's a suit. <laughs>
0: she kind of yeah. got them hands, bro. Nah, power too. Yeah, hands like that. Yeah, so I think Tiokhin <laughs> might win those like more. numbers. Like, she probably have more total strikes, but it's gonna be the the the, the power that Firo oh has and how polished her stand up is. I think she might even get maybe KO. We might see. Damn. Next fight, we have Benil Darius. He claims to be the boogeyman of lightweight, number six. No one wants to fight him, versus Martez Gamrot, number nine. I don't know where they go from here. Maybe they get a title. or get the, At least they get the names into the opportunity if they win this fight. But Darius, there's another fight where it's a brick wall versus a movable object. Like, Darius hasn't been taken down in five years. Gamrot averages five takedowns a fight.
2: You said five years
0: yeah, five years he hasn't been taken down he he could have been the Robert Whitaker of the lightweight division because the people loved him and but he just hasn't been active and he was supposed to fight Islam for like an interim title or something and that fight never went through so a lot of he swears people are, this was the person that remember Dana White said Islam you have to fight him and Islam said no. This was the guy. So, this is – he has the rightful claim to be like he is being ducked, but – He is, huh? He is kind of older, though, 35, 36, but he has the salt and pepper look, so he looks a little older.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, boy,
0: guys, guys, yeah, but both guys are great strikers. Both, oh, I would say Darius is the better striker, but both guys are great grapplers. So, this is like – one guy's been taken down in five years. One guy averages five takedowns a <laughs> fight. And if uh, if y'all remember, fucking uh, Gamrot was the one. Uh, him and Tarukian had that wrestling war earlier this year. I gotta
1: say, I remember Gamrot. Them boys are going back and forth with for the scramble, so his wrestling is there.
0: How do you? This is so. Kevin, throw it to you. How, how do you see the, the this one bending? This, something's got to give in this
1: fight.
2: Who's folding?
1: I love Gamrod's fighting style. I love to see what he does. He's great at it. But wrestlers don't get no love in this game. And with Darius being the boogeyman, the one that nobody wants to fight. And this is gonna be one of those fights that kind of kind of push him, that he's gonna that he's not he's not fighting down because nobody thinks that Gamrod's no slouch. But a lot of people don't even think, including me, don't think Scamrod won that last fight. So this is his chance to kind of show how solid he is. He hasn't been active. And even though I'm a firm believer, you don't get better at something by not doing it. All. Okay. How many times I got to he, say that shit?
0: He was hurt. So that is also what people look. He had a broken leg that he let heal naturally. So no one knows how that leg looks since 2020. That's
1: actually the scariest thing I've ever heard in my life. You said he let it heal naturally. No cap. <laughs> kind of fucking scary. Yeah. But- he's crazy man. Yeah, I'm gonna go for the comar root for the crazy
2: motherfucker because I want to see what the fuck does he have a peg leg? Is that what he does now?
0: Is that insane? I got a peg leg? Hey, he's coming off a dub, even though it's way back in May 2021. To that boy Tony Ferguson.
1: Oh, he's the one that beat up first. So time. it is
0: kind of hard. All, how like because it's no one knows because that was the first fight. That was the first like was Tony Ferguson already off the cliff on that fight, or was Tony Ferguson still at the peak when he got beat? So that's another kind of People don't know. This is why Diaz might be one of the funnest fighters to see. Like he could be the number one guy, or he might just be middle of the pack. Oh, it's awesome. Mark, how you see this fight breaking down?
2: To be real, man, I don't even know.
0: And I will say this: is, all three fights that we've talked, all odds are this one is. Minus 180 Gamrock plus 160 Dario. So, another literally a pickup. Like, this is a 50 50 fight.
2: Random boys, that's crazy. That's just really going to, whoever's going to fold first. Um, I don't know. I I guess I'll ride with Gamrock for real, but that's a toss up. I don't really know. (laughs) Hey,
1: that's funny that. I chose I chose on Darius and Marcus chose Gamrot. Like that's funny as fuck. Usually his backwards. I would have picked yeah. the rest. He would have picked the striker.
0: No, that's true. Man, that's it's funny as <laughs> fuck. I want to root for Gamrot because that was my guy going into the last fight. But I'm a. I think Darius like we haven't seen him in a year. But I I do think that he's legitimate. Like, he could be that Robert Whitaker type of guy. I don't think he's ever going to win the belt, but he's going to be that number two guy that's always number two. Damn. He's just a little older now, too, which also makes me worry. You're older coming off a leg injury. So, it's kind of like this fight also is make a break for him.
2: And that bitch was healed naturally, whatever the fuck that means.
0: <laughs> Savage that, of a dog.
1: That's really
0: healed naturally. That's it, pretty good Probably the funnest fight of the night. Peter Yawn taking on Sugar Sean O'Malley, the number one ranked versus number 11 ranked. I
1: was about to say, please scream the fucking rankings out loud because Sugar Sean coming off the no contest from Pedro Munoz and Peter Yan coming off the dismantling he took from AJ Sturley. Mm. This is a good timing for the fight. And they said that... And they said on DC and RC, they said that um, Peter Young's manager, who's friends, good friends with DC, was um looking like S- 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 O'Malley. Like, what's he doing here? Like, why is no no? Why is the number twelve guy fighting the number one guy? Like, who's that? Does he have a chance? And I think that's what's crazy because Peter Young has two ways of going through this: becoming being becoming that savage Wolverine beast that we know he is. And fucks up O'Malley from start to finish. Or this fight can go with O'Malley showing that he can step up with competition. He's, he's about his business. And he can make this fight close even if he does lose. Because he makes it close. And I was like, dang, you want to kind of stay close with Peter mm. And you might go to the top five. Let's get you a new contract. You feel me? And they said the winner of this gets the um gets the title shot. So it's going to be fine.
0: No, that's true. And uh, low-key, this could have been Cheeto in this fight, but Cheeto didn't want to wait until September or October. He wanted to fight in August, and Peter Yan was like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> so, so then uh, that's how Sugar Sean kind of landed into this gig, and now Cheeto Vera kind of still has to take the long route for a
2: title shot. That's a big step up for O'Malley. That's your
0: boy, ain't it? I know yeah. wait, both of these are your boys right here, aren't they?
2: Yeah, no, no I, asked, I fucked with Jan, but definitely O'Malley, man. Fuck it, bro. This shit is going to be a big, big step up. He's going to have to prove that he's a dog, man, especially show on a big pay-per-view like this. Everyone's going to be tuned in. Fucking Jan's coming on. He's going to have some fucking blood in his eyes. I ain't going to lie. That shit's going to be a tough fight. He's a is it? Isn't it technically back-to-back L's for him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, one, he earned both
1: of them.
0: Dirt yeah, on his
2: name right now. Dirt
0: on his resume. It's like,
2: man, he looking at O'Malley like some fucking meat. like, you know I'm saying? like he about to go in that bit and tear him up. But shit, man. I'm going to pull it for the O'Malley got got to. I want I want to see him level up and see if he's really about it. Can he really, he wants to title shot eventually? Like, this is his time to show it. No rap cap man, but I got Peter Yon in this one,
1: y'all boys. I ain't gonna lie to you. Peter Yon's a savage beast. And like Sean O'Malley showed great striking, but nah, Peter Yon's just a good... <laughs> you, <I'm> like,
0: nah. He <laughs> said <laughs> nah. Yeah, the thing on it for a second. No, I'm agreeing with Kev, bro. Like, this is going to be an absolute bloodbath. Not absolute, because Yan is a slow starter. So, I do think this being a three-round fight does kind of help O'Malley. But what Mark just said, the way he broke it down, how he's going to chew him up like a chew toy. And he's just looking at him like, "You're, you're in front of me for my belt right now? Like, get the fuck out of my way, like. He's going to go in there, and I think he's not going to take that first round off like he usually does in most fights because he, he's smart. His ring IQ is absolutely insane, arguably the best in the UFC. I, he knows he has 15 instead of 25. He knows what he has to do within 15 minutes to go get this dub. And Sugar Sean, like Pedro Munoz fight, take take it take it for a grain of salt because it was a no contest because the eye poke. But, like, Munoz had, like, 26 leg strikes at the end of that first round. And, like – Yon could throw fucking leg strikes better than almost anybody. So, Sugar Sean being long and lengthy is good for some things, but that leg is always exposed for those long motherfuckers. So, just something I think Yon can maybe expose, and I mean, that's why I'm around with Yon this
2: weekend. Could this be a moment where people realize O'Malley is overrated?
1: He's not overrated.
2: He's just good. He's just a good businessman. Like,
0: I, I agree more with Kev on I think this is going to be a fight where his stock rises Because I don't think it's going to be an absolute But even though I said that, I do think Sean O'Malley is going to look good in certain Moments, and it's going to be one of those fights where he loses But he just lost to the Second best guy in the division right now So he, he He's going to go from like 11 to maybe 7 if
1: he makes it look good No fucking Cap, so it'd be nice okay.
2: to see what- uh, Going on top
1: Shout out Sugar Soap Hey
0: but if he wins he's in the belt title to fucking next the next year might be sugar sean running the fucking division.
2: Oh, it's not, bro. This, is, this is his moment. He gonna he gotta seize that bitch.
1: We'll see, man, but we'll see. Well that's the biggest we'll see. But this is the this is the beauty of Abu Dhabi. I feel like we haven't said that yet on the show. Saudi Arabia, they bring out the hitters, man. They bring out the big guns.
0: Yeah, but they put it on for them princes over there, bro. They got the money. They're going to get in that bag for them.
2: They trying to watch some good fights, not no booty shit.
0: All these fights we've talked so far are main events any other week. Yes. Shit ass.
1: Especially last motherfucking week. Shit, yeah. uh,
0: We have our co-main event, which could easily be a main event on any other pay-per-view. Aljo Sterling, the champion, defending against T.J. Dillashaw, number two in the division, former champion. former He went champion twice. If he wins this time, he's three-time champion, which I don't think it has been done many times. I don't know who else has done that.
2: That's tough.
1: No, nah, that's some raw shit. But my question is, why does T.J. Dillashaw get no respect from other fighters? Like, I was watching his um Because his own...
0: he's a cheater. He's a juice head.
1: Yeah, definitely. But even before we knew, like I was watching this Ultimate Fighter with Cody Garber. And like the Cody Garber's over here just choking the nigga, slapping the nigga, stealing the nigga. I'm just like, that's crazy. And even when Aljo called him out, he immediately called him a bitch. Like everybody calls him a bitch, and it's just normal. Like hey, he's known for being a snake. About how we all know how he snake team alpha male and all that good stuff. But like niggas just don't fuck with dude.
0: No, and he also he's probably also because they see through the bullshit they're fighters themselves so like whenever he didn't uh like he lost that fight or something like they stopped the fight when he got tested and he failed the test and he was crying on the mic oh the ref didn't let me get my thing my ref oh he took away this opportunity from me and then it's like then you pop for steroids literally that same fight that night oh you failed on steroids so it was like this motherfucker's over here crying because it's unfair by the, you're 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 a pe- like he's a scummy and there's some other incidents too. I'm not gonna go deeper, but he's just, he's just been scummy since the beginning.
2: Scumbag. Uh,
1: so yeah, hey, hey, I understand, man. People don't fuck with bro, but hey, he's a key. he's a wrestling ass motherfucker that knows how to strike like a bitch. But he has to play against. He has to fight against. Out in the words of um comedian Romeo Mack, Al Jermaine event, man. Al stuff is on a seven-fight win streak. He literally, including the t- including when he got this went on, he won by this qualification. So this fight is actually really fine to see, and they have beef, they have animosity. So I don't know, man. It comes down to who trained harder for this thing.
0: TJ is... A good to great rest, Like, everyone's saying he's super great at wrestling. I think it's more of, like, GSP. Like, he was just really good at mixing it up. He Like, his striking is really high class, too. So, like, he's one of the best at the moment you think he's going, he's going for a strike. He mixes it up. He gets you down almost effortlessly. So, like, him being able to mix it up is, like, probably best in the game if it's still the same how it was, like, two years, uh, three years ago removed.
1: He take Dylan I guess, respect in the rest of the world. We know who that is. So um, he did a lot more, and Aljamain did um was arrested too as well. But like, I feel like Aljamain's the better wrestler just because he made it a more well more in mixed martial arts the way he gets to set up submissions and everything, versus TJ Dillashaw who was a wrestler and then also learned strike and became a great striker.
0: Aljo, see that like that's the thing I think where TJ's a great wrestler, Aljo is like a world-class wrestler at the MMA level. He wasn't like world-class on um, peer wrestling, but in the MMA world, there's like, there's a certain people that are just world-class and he just, the way he takes Yon's back, just effortlessly, multiple times. He took Sanhagen's back. So, and then this is where he's, another edge I give him, his BJJ game is even like, is might be better than his wrestling game. The only reason we didn't see it with Yon was because he was just dominating on his back. But like, Corey Sanhagen is a top five fighter in this division, and he took his back, choked him out in, like, 30 seconds. Just light work. So, like, for those reasons, I'm Ryan Sterling. I also just don't like Cruz, but uh, – not Cruz, uh, Dillashaw, but Dominic Cruz outwrestled him in UFC, and I think Aljo's on that Dominic Cruz level of wrestling. So just give me, give me Aljo here to defend the belt, get the dub.
1: No, I definitely got to take out, on this one. Just off the fact that in the last fight against Peter Yan, the first fight against Peter Yan, we all agree that Bird was getting fucked up. Right? It was like, damn, not my dog. Mr. took Mr. you the fuck out. Mr. 1-800 choke that hoe. So to take, the, to take the rematch and not that much time and then come through, show that train your fucking ass off and show that you was ready to fight, push the pace, hold him down, make him feel uncomfortable. Forced him to force him to lose. I got nothing but respect for Aljamain and Benton. You got to pick him in this one. He and T.J. Dillashaw.
0: Ugh. Marcus, you going against the grain, or are you,
2: you riding the train?
1: Let me know, man. Do you like cheaters, man?
2: Yeah, you twirled with that. But nah, man, I'm riding with the train, man. I got champ is going to do champ things. Gonna come in that bitch, clock in, clock out. Give me that back, and it's over. <laughs>
0: clock in, cock out. Give me that back. I like that. <laughs> All right, Kev, Marcus, this is what we came for. This is the main event. This is Why,
2: the- we've talked about right and hyped it up previously in other episodes, man. This shit's been awaited a long time, man. But this is
0: what we come to Abu Dhabi for, 18 hours away. This is what we all came for, bro. This is it. This is what's selling the boots and asses, seats and grass. I don't know, but this is, this is the fight right here. Oliveira versus Islam for the lightweight title of the world. Kev, I believe you was heavy on Oliveira, right? Or have you been playing the 50-50 side? Are you more...
1: Ah, see, look, first off, I love Islam. I love anything about, anything from the boys out there in Dagestan. It wasn't savages. it wasn't tough. But, and he's confident, he's really ready to do that stuff. So I love what islam got going on, but the Bronx is just so cold to me. I seen a stat the other day that after 16 submissions, only four of them have come from his own takedown.
0: (laughs) So you take him down, he chokes you out, he's like, you fucked up.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's done,
1: so I think that's gonna be interesting because you know for a fact Islam is not giving his neck for nothing. He would probably rather die than give his neck. So it's gonna be interesting to see how if he can set up a submission while Islam is mauling the fuck out his ass. So that's gonna be interesting. But this this is why we go to Sa. This is why we go to Abu Dhabi, man. 18 hours away, Saudi Arabia, man. This fight is gonna be fucking the fight of the year, and it's the best matchup for each other. And we can't forget that DuBron doesn't have his title, though. He's not. This is a vacant title that he's trying to go back, but we all know my dog is the champ.
0: He's holding him right now. The scale's the only thing that can beat him, they saying.
2: Mm-hmm. Only the pounds.
0: 19 most I didn't know this but Oliver, but 19 most uh 19 finishes in UFC most, 16 submissions most. Tied for most bonuses with cowboy.
1: And he's only like a couple fights off of um like four or five fights away from um Jim Miller for the um record for
2: most fights.
0: And he's doing for such most- a late run too. Like it's so insane. He was rowing ran off halfway through his career.
2: That shit is crazy, bro. My boy turned a page.
0: And then and then <laughs> you have the, Habib's understudy, the like the, the molly machine in Islam who's just kind of just ran through everybody. And them Russians has got, like DC said, the difference is, like, them motherfuckers has got insane strength, like, grip control. Like, they'll will, they will hold you down with one hand, and you can't do nothing.
1: No, it's to see what is This This fight matches up stylistically so, so well that they can't make it, they couldn't have written it any better. Right.
0: Oh, this is, this is what we all can't, but all the odds on these fights, like this one, Islam. Islam opened at minus 300. He was a heavier favorite. Now it's minus 190. A lot of people are backing up Oliveira. Like a lot of the money coming in on Oliveira right now. Man, that shit's Plus hard, 160 bro. for his own belt. Boy, a belt he never <laughs> lost. There's only been one other champion fight where the champion was the underdog this year. And that was when Glover defended it against Yuri. And Glover was just 30 seconds away from victory in a lot of people's eyes. But Yuri went out and got the dub.
1: Speaking of that fight, they low-key said that um, they're, little, they're close to um, in, signing the ink on that one.
0: Yeah, Glover, Yuri too, which would be a fucking banger.
1: And they might... No, I think it's actually signed and it's going to be UFC 280 um, after um, John Jones and the boys, before John Jones and the boys go. But back to this fight. Mark man, I know you love you some Islam Makachev. I know you love you some But bro. don't forget, my dog, Dubrox, is cold. You see what, what he He's walking a lion. You see what yeah,
2: he did. You see what he did. I've been thinking about it all day, bro. I want to lean to Islam so fucking bad, bro. I really do. Like, I, my heart wants me to go that way just because, like, I'm watching the countdown. They fucking showing Khabib, Pops, fucking just watching these boys roll on the ground. I'm like, bro, that is fucking different, bro. That is like (laughs) some, like, movie script, fucking, like, hand down. Like, bro, it's just, it's crazy, bro. That fucking, what they got going on over there. I will make
0: the greatest fighter the world has ever seen.
2: Yeah, bro, like, bro, this, I'm like, bro, am I watching a fucking movie, or is this, like, Countdown? Like, this shit was blowing my mind watching that boy's, like, little background, and I want to pick him so bad, but man, I feel like Olivera is just like on a whole another run right now. Like some Hall of Fame, like just on a tear right now, bro. Not you seen him? Boy, flying? You can't touch that right now, bro. I feel like he's too hot right now. That shit's gonna be a back and forth fight all night. But I'm, I'm gonna have that boy getting his belt, man, or never losing his belt, whatever was, the fuck you wanna say it. And don't forget my dog Olivera pulling up.
1: My dog Dubron's pulling up. Fresh to. Death. His last when you miss the he put up in that red suit with the red um the red sun I was like, oh my dog
2: clean. Every time, man. They gave a to...
0: a Chizakian or uh where is um Loma from Lomachenko? Uh, Ukraine. Okay, okay, it was one, but someone, the they hand. it looked like a, a, a Triple G style, it looks like Loma style, like a real nice knitted, like, walkout boxer thing, and he put it on, and he the, It looks like a champion. Oh, man. hey, I don't know if he's walking out with it, but someone flew to Abu Dhabi, handmade, gave it to him, and he was flexing it. So maybe we might see him in that little, like, a boxer coat kind of thing
2: coming I- up. It, I mean, I don't know if that's a UFC thing, but I never see UFC fighters come out with like a robe or like anything but a T-shirt. They don't. But his his t-shirt.
0: was so hard. That's why I'm like, he, I wouldn't be shocked if he had like the eagle in the back too. That'd be tough. Ooh. Oh boy, but I'm I'm running Islam. I we I said Oliveira was on his Glover type run, and he did it, and Glover did it. They got the belts second half career killing it submitting motherfuckers because really reviving the stand-up game on a different world from what it was the first couple of years of their career and then i saw yuri from a mile away uh, saying it for about a year like yuri's gonna get this but this motherfucker finally gets his belt this meditating ninja in the woods he gets his belt shot he's gonna win it and he did it and about two miles away i saw islam makocha Ooh. I've been screaming the Islam train for the longest, and I'm not. I I might as well be the motherfucking conductor. All right, we are. I am going full steam ahead. Islam. I think Oliveira will look way better on the stand up, and he will he will see the takedown coming from a mile away. But I just think Islam will get to take. Like there will be moments where Olivera is controlling it because he's not getting taken down. But then those two or three times where he does get taken down, I know Oliveira, phenomenal BJJ artist. But Habib wore a shirt that said, "If Sambo was easy, it would be called BJJ." That's how they, confident these Russian motherfuckers are with their, and they prove it time in and time out. And I'm not, I'm not hopping off the train. I'm going Islam. I
1: respect it. Marcus, you. Got oh, no, Marcus shit.
0: said Oliveira.
1: Oh, you said you got DuBronx Bronx. Yeah, man. Oh. Say less, man. So I have nothing but respect for Islam and his entire camp. Everything they do is scary. I think they probably have some of the toughest training sessions, barring as as sessions ever. And the fact that um Khabib is just sitting there yelling at them boys now, so he's probably ten times worse as a coach than he was a uh, fighter. So I have nothing but respect for them. But I gotta take my dog to Bronx just cause it's just the perfect story. I think this is this is gonna this is a fight that's gonna come down to poverty. Just remember, like, yo, I don't want to fucking go back. And I think that's where he's straight. Like, the everybody from Dagestan, the Dagestan Warriors, they get respect because they like to take you into the deep waters and watch you drown. But all of but Dubronx is waiting in the deep waters for you. So we'll see what they do in these deep waters. Can um, can't um, Bronx get a submission in the fourth or fifth round? Or is Islam going to maul him every time he's on top, every time he's he's on top? But we'll see, man, because it's gonna go down to the ground, and I think that's gonna be the biggest case. Who,
2: who asserts themselves more? Man, that shit is crazy. That Khabib coaching you, and then he could kick your ass, on the mat too. Like he can, he can yell at you, and then he's gonna beat your ass on the mat, man. That shit crazy. Nah, no wrap tap.
0: Nah, this is this is the fight where all these fights fucking bangers. We. I like it. We're split on some of these fights. I like that. I, the only fight we all agreed on was Aljo. So oh man, UFC 280. His main card starts at 3 p.m. No, no, 2 p.m.
1: Yeah, I was to say it starts at 2. 2 p.m. But you're gonna want to
0: be there for the prelims. Balil Mohammed's on there. Fucking we
2: know. got time um, fights. Oh man, that's I love you fuck with that. No cap. Yeah, bro. so just get there early.
0: 10 a.m. is when the prelims start, and I have a feeling this is gonna be a fucking show, start to finish. Like everyone on here is—we didn't talk to prelims. We don't have all the time in the world, but just know there is ranked welterweights down there. Fucking eight and O super prospect Muhammad Makhayev. He's the one at the AK-47 at UFC London too and he can—he Batista bombed the other dude like he's just a, a dog. <laughs> They got real yeah. prospects there. Like the prelims are stacked. So, but if y'all didn't know, these have been y'all boys from Totally Blitz Podcast. This is Paul, Pickle, Winam, concha Kev, Waterboy, Savoy, Marcus, PT, Penley. And this is another great episode of Totally Blitz Podcast. And if you didn't know, we don't mind letting you know
2: that use a beat. I got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me ready for electrostatic, don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools, you could call them boy crap, man, this gang got rules, man, you better watch your passes. this ain't not new. Passing out the medicines, we've been on that rockstar regimen, knowing that I'm having seen higher than I ever been, I got a problem with.